Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. Please give a warm welcome to your friend and mine, the fabulous Judy Gold. You know, this is a very special episode of Kill Me Now. I mean, it's live. We're at Club Coming, which is the fucking... Is this not the greatest place in the world? And the staff is fucking unbelievable. I did bash my head. On the way here, they had the thing down. Oh, really? Nobody knew. And, yeah, the thing... Shut the fuck up, Ed. Fuck you. The thing was down. You know, the... What's it called? The gate thing? And I'm tall. (laughs) And I walked right into it, and then I took my water bottle and threw it at the gate, and it hit bad. So then... How many times, though? I did it again, um, because I have no control uh, over myself. So that's how I began the night, with ice on my head. But I am so excited for our live episode of Kill Me Now, because I fucking love this woman. I've been trying to get her on the show for, like, two years. Um... She's so fucking incredibly talented and such, such an original and so fucking amazing on so many levels. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Bridget Everett! Oh, it's Poppy's okay. on the floor? Poppy's on the floor. I love Poppy. <laughs> I had, Elisa um, can deal with Poppy. Elisa. Okay, but Judy. keep, yeah. Um, Judy, I have to explain something. What, what? 
Is it about your breasts? Wait, do, is this like being recorded? Like, so yeah, 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 it's recorded. Oh, okay, all right. Well, then if you're listening at home, um, I spilled tequila on my chin. <laughs> I'm sure many of these ladies would love to lick it off. Um, but I, I, wore, I know Irene would love to lick it off. And but I wore like, white because I wanted, like, I was like, Judy and like new and purity, and I wore white. And then I wore, I wore a black bra. Beautiful breasts, beautiful breasts. Well, thank you. This is actually them in their natural state. Like, right. a lot of, like I was worried, like if, if anybody comes to see me and they're like, Bridget's wearing a bra, like she doesn't wear a bra, like that's her, her whole thing. But it's barely a bra. It's just an accessory. And I was, but I was like, oh, maybe they can see through the white shirt. But now they really can because I spilled tequila on it, but it was an accident. And, okay. And it just, Did you it just, it? just like <laughs> Nice. What I, kind of what kind of tequila is it? Uh, it's a good kind. It's the kind that makes you want to play patty cake with your own tits. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some fucking tits, Bridget. They're I mean, fucking they, awesome. Well, thank you, Judy. Oh, you know, as a I, lesbian, I, I am as, as a woman, only a woman can appreciate when they start to slip down. You know, like they're like in the in the '90s, they were up on like a different latitude. Right, 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 right. right now, yeah. and they're sort of hunkering down right now for war, and it actually is. <laughs> Kind of, I like it. Yeah, so they're right now. They're down. So if you took that thing off, how low would they go? They say right there. Oh wow! So if anybody was here, just sort of interested in what they would look like. um, How bad are your mammograms? Oh, must uh, kill, right? Are we doing that already? No, I just because this year was bad. I mean, I don't have cancer, thank God, but like it's so. Oh. I mean, I have dense breasts. I have I'm the a dense Jew. tissue too. I know. So the but, dense tissue, and they fucking you have no. All these guys who get a fucking finger up their ass and they touch the balls, big oh, yeah, fucking deal. Yeah, big they fucking deal. Literally, it's you have no fucking idea. They t- and, 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 and 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 they like fucking they put them in like in a, like a, a foreman grill, right? right. And they like a George crank, for, yeah. a former girl, and they crank him down, and they're like, I'm so sorry. Wait. I'm so sorry. And, and, and it's like, even if you aren't a mammoth, what's it called when you have the milk coming out of your tits? You're doing that lactating. now. Lactating. You're lactating now because they squeeze it so hard that if you had the thought of having a baby back right. in sixth grade, you're squirking, squirting out milk out of your tits. <laughs> they fucking, it hurts. It hurts. Thank Wait, you. Bridget, now I, I'm 6'2, you're 6'1. Um, Ish. Okay. Every time I go in, every time they're like, oh, you're tall. I got to lift the thing. I'm like, fucking shut the fuck up. Yeah. And do you get the same thing? Like, God, I got to lift the thing. Oh, you're really tall. No, because okay. I have the dense tissue, and I'm pretty sure that this is going to be my terms of endearment thing. Like, right. Where it's like, oh, I just have a little thing right here. And it's like, you know. And then the next thing you know, Shirley McLean's like, get my daughter the shot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, actually, very stressful when I, because you know when if you got dense tissue, you got like a lot of things that yeah. feel like they could be tumors. Right. It's a it's a lot. Calcium. I'm not trying to make light about it. I'm being no, dead I, fucking I serious. I know. I get it. Now, Bridget, let's start at the very beginning. Let's start at the very beginning. Different key, ass. Um, by the way, Beth Sussman on the piano. Beth Sussman on the piano. She's very. I just want to say, you know, we are live at Club Coming, um, and Bet drove down here in her Prion. And, um, What's that Prion? Her Prius. Her Prius. Oh. Her penis. Okay. And as, you know, anyone who's listening, you know, you'll see photos, you know, that Bet is one of the hippest, coolest people. You know, she's played for everyone. She's played for everyone. And, and, and every style of music. And, like, has, shit. like, cool hair. And, and well, where she, she did play for me, but she also played for, like, Sydney Lauper and a Whitney, lot of people. Whitney, Whitney Houston. Okay. All right. And Bridget every years were a little bit. I just, the point of this story is she drives, like, a 95-year-old fucking blind woman in Boca Raton, Florida. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to. I want to puke right now from your driving, and you look like a fuck. All right. Anyway. Yeah, but when you're young, you think that that's bad. But when you get older, you're just like, you know, you don't want to die anymore. You just want to enjoy the view. Thank right. you. Thank you, Bridget. I know, but it's like you cannot go into Uber driving if you lose all your money or something. I have no intention. Okay. Thank you. Anyway, so Bridget, let's start at the yeah. beginning. Now you grew up in Manhattan, Kansas, the other Manhattan. Yeah, the Little Apple. Yeah. And your father, Don? Dead. Dead? Dead. 
Dead. Yeah, my father's yeah. dead too. And your mother, Freddie. Yeah, who did you talk to? <laughs> I do a lot of research. Yeah. Yeah. Um, those are the two. Those are the, the So, and you are the youngest of six. That's actually right. Here's the story. A lady who was named Freddie and she married Don. And Don was in the state house and he was mayor. How did you know that? I know everything. <laughs> and you, they got divorced when you were eight. Julie! <laughs> so I was like, I've been so afraid to write a book, and I know like well, you're I writing can... it tonight. So <laughs> your father was Don James. Um, <laughs> is that his full name? Don James Everett? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I did not take Judy Gold as like the Dateline interview. Yes, 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 it is Dateline. Is it, where are my listeners? Do I, it's pretty Dateline. I know everything about you. Okay, um, no, this is exciting. And so your father was, worked, um, he was the mayor, yeah. And then he he also worked in the state house. Yeah. So and your brother was all, also became mayor. Yeah. And you were like the Kennedys of Manhattan, Kansas. Is that correct? Still are. Uh, <laughs> so what? Wait, what? But the tragedy side, not like the glamour and wealth. <laughs> Can you name all your siblings um, really are, quickly? Yeah, Bridget Brock, Brian Brooke, Brad Britton. Well, I okay. said my name in there, so, but if you take out Bridget, you get the rest. Okay, so there's one, they're all B's except for one A for Alice, right? Oh, well, she's Alice Brooke. Like, so everybody goes by their BR name because. What's with what the B's? Do. What's with the B's? BR's. Well, oh, sorry. What's with the BR's? Something to do. <laughs> <laughs> if you're from Kansas, you want something to do. So. <laughs> so, who's the oldest? Well,. It was Britain, but she's dead. Oh, that's great. <laughs> well, she so was you, wonderful. And then and you lost so you lost a sister and a father. Yeah, a sister and, and father. But that's mother. it. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's it. Everybody and, else is still around. Um and <laughs> and your now your mother was a music teacher, correct? Yeah, that's true. And that's where you get do you the think gift that's of where music. You? You're fucking gifted. Well, I, let me tell you what. Like, if you grow up in a house that can't express their emotions, I yes. Okay. Anyone? But everybody. Jew, 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 Jew. Okay. But you, but you still have the feeling that you want to be together. In our house, it was music, so we would get around the piano sometimes after mom and dad had too much to drink, and we would sing, and it oh. was. And I still really I still enjoy it. Here is we that are. true? Yeah. Who played? Your mother played? Well, mom, if she wasn't shit-faced, she played. And then every, other people sort of picked it up as a sort of just uh, because we had... So what's like a, what's a, um, an Everett family song around the piano? Well, we love Barry Manilow. We love the uh, sound of music. Okay, so what's we a love... Barry Manilow? I love Barry. Well, bet I'm not sure which one you're going for there. <laughs> driving well, I wasn't somebody else was driving me and I, I hope was, it wasn't bad but today and, and it wasn't bad because oh, yeah. we got there in time but and the, you didn't throw up but, okay but, but like I do feel like that calms my nerves like Barry Manilow makes me feel relaxed I, first of all uh that's the Jew bell Barry Manilow I <laughs> fucking love Barry Manilow I I don't care what anyone says and everyone's like eh, hey, 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 hey. Everyone knows every fucking word to every song. He, yeah. it, I'm telling you, he is the part of the soundtrack of my life. Same, same. Like, and Weekend in New England? <laughs> Not kidding you. <laughs> oh, God damn it, Bet. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that, like, that's my sister's favorite song. Like, uh, I, the I Dead love... Sister? The Dentister? The, your Dead Sister. 
No, the, the live one. She likes oh, right. that. But I, okay. like, I mean, I like all of them, but I'm just saying, like, you know, like, when some songs come on and, yeah. and they just sort of make you feel... Like... An artist comes on, and, and like you can't, like I well, today I was like, what am I gonna listen to? I'm getting ready in the morning, and I like put on Billie Eilish because I'm like, oh, well. right. <laughs> I like, I think I like Billie. I Eilish. like Billie Eilish too. Billie Eilish. But She's you know 12, what? I, but, I wasn't yeah. exactly relaxed, right, while I was getting ready in the morning. And I like her, but like he's like just a peace person. Oh my god. And Lionel Richie, I also like Lionel Richie. I like Lionel Richie. You know. So so you your parents drank a lot. Yeah, so do I. Guess what? Uh, it's all right. Um, and and then so that's the non-Jewish part of you. Because um, if it was not a, drink a lot, no, we eat like fucking pigs. Oh. We have gastrointestinal problems. It's bad. We just eat, 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 eat. My mom is actually currently in a situation right now. She hasn't had a bowel movement in three days. Wow, so that's very Jewy. So they're going to give her a thing that's going to move it. Right. And my brother said that she might have a dry dock situation. <laughs> a dry dock situation? Oh, God, Elisa, shut up with the fucking prunes. Let me tell you. No, they're giving her They're giving her a laxative, so she's going to... It'll be fine, but I think, like, when an Everett woman... Like, if you're almost a six-foot-tall woman... I mean, she's 5'6 yeah. now, because right. she's shrunk. Shrunk, yeah. But, like, your, 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 your frame is still the same. You can you can yeah. round out, and you can be shorter, but the, the, the fucking... The, the lines in the side are still the same. Right. So when she fucking releases that dragon, it's going to be big business at the Stony wow. Brook Okay. <laughs> Hey everyone, did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever, forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked in my apartment. What was the first thing I did? is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but Fast Growing Trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces. But I live in an apartment, and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew, the space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees. You need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code JUDYGOLD, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code JUDYGOLD at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code JUDYGOLD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. So you're the youngest. uh, and Are you the most musical? Most musical, best looking, (laughs) um, most sophisticated. <laughs> so I'm kidding. No, I, I mean, like, everybody's very musical. I have the prettiest voice. That's my. Right, you have an amazing I'm, voice. They would tell you that, and if they wouldn't, they're wrong. Right. <laughs> so your parents divorce, you're eight years old. Are yeah. you like, but you're like, like everyone's like, oh, there's the Everett's. Is that the way you yeah, grew up? Yeah, that was, oh, the Everett's. So you walked into, like, what was the cool mm-hmm. restaurant in your town? Kennedy's Claim. Really? I actually never. Drew the but connection the tells us now. Kennedy's It claim. wasn't actually the Kennedys. It was these different Kennedys. Right. But that were the Kennedys of Manhattan. Mm-hmm. But they weren't the Ken- Anyway, it doesn't matter. But I love that you just call yourself. 
great salad bar. Yeah, <laughs> they had a really great salad bar, but it was they they were the, Ken, the Kennedys, and it was dark in there. And yeah, and next question. So you got you'd go out to dinner, and everyone would be like, "Oh, the Everett's are here. The Everett's are here." Well, yeah, I guess. Okay, so, so you go. Are, were you popular in school? Like, what? I, I'm. I was. Only it was the, hard for me to find shit out about you in school. Um, yeah, but that's not cool. Like, I was homecoming queen, but that's disgusting. Ow. And you were a competitive like, swimmer. Look, nobody likes... I wasn't like a dick. I was popular <laughs> because I was friends with, like... All right, so... All the uh, non-dicks. Okay. Um, like, I, 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 nobody wants to be... Nobody wants to hear that she was homecoming queen. That's yes, disgusting. they do. Uh, Everyone I, is obsessed with high school. I don't care how old you are. No one ever gets over high school. It wasn't my high fault. School. Like, my but, problem was, like, the, the whole school voted on it, right? And so they... and and. And then it happened. Okay, great. Okay, so it's like a cross you have to bear. Like you don't. Nobody wants to be homecoming queen. Like that's not true. <laughs> don't you think people want to bet? Don't you no, think people? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, so, so we lost everybody. No, I mean, no, like, we wasn't like home, dancing queen. Dancing queen's fine. So <laughs> you're the youngest of six. How old is the old? How much old? Older is the oldest. Fourteen years. Fourteen years. Do you think yeah. you were a mistake? I, I, of course, I know I was, because they told me. They did? Yes. What'd they say? You're a mistake. <laughs> and it wasn't just, it went brothers and sisters and told me, told me, and then my mom told me. And how did that make you feel, therapy? No, they said, they didn't say mistake, they said accident. So but, they're pro-life. No, no, they, I, I think they would have killed me if they could. <laughs> I still kind of think they would have killed me if they could. They might, they might still. How old is the next one older than you? Wow. This is going into a dark five place. Five years. Um, five years. No, they were like older. Everyone was cooler. They were older. They were sort of like all misfits. And then right. like, and then like I got the benefit of the family name of like Everett. And then like, that's how I got homecoming. Like, right. Cared. All right. We don't give a shit about I know. Homecoming. I just feel like I have to So you're eight story. years old and your parents get divorced, which did you know they were going to get divorced? Like, did they fight? Like, what They hated each other before, eight years before I even came into their minds. Like, I was like a, a, a like a, a pity fuck. I was a load that my dad didn't know that he had left in him, and he put it in my mom, and she wrapped it up like a sweet little Christmas gift. And instead of putting out Spode or, or Waterford on Christmas right. Day, she's like, we're going to have, you're going to have a baby sister. And mm. they're like, fuck you, mom. And then right. I came Because <laughs> there were already five kids. There were already five um, kids. That's, you know. So what was your, what was your school life? Like you went, like, all right, your parents are divorced, which yeah. was that uncommon in, in Manhattan, Kansas? Yeah, it was. Are your parents mm. married? They're dead. Um, but, um, but they ma were married the whole time. Yeah. Um, they were that sweet. Like, I feel like, like, you can't help but be, like, a better person if your parents were married the whole time. Like, for Really? Me, but they were older when they got married. I mean, they were older when they had me, too. Does anybody here have parents that are still married? Yeah. Yes. Okay, and look, we're all here in a fucking, in a basement, and it's dark, right. and it's <laughs> So, were you always? I mean, you're very eccentric. So, were you always I'm popular? Very eccentric, is that what he said? Yeah, you're, I mean, were you always like? I'm trying to imagine you as a little girl. You seem like you would have been the funnest little. Like, I, I get, was, did you get in trouble at school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I I would love to go back to eight year old slash twelve year old Bridget. Okay, because it was just full on. Thank you, Bet. It was like fucking like saying naughty things, pantsing people, fucking saying dirty shit, getting talked to by the coach, saying you said something you shouldn't have said, but just <laughs> loving every fucking moment of it. Like being a fucking two-year-old toddler, but you're eight years old and your tits are just coming in. You might get your period any day. That's a fucking kind of girl. I love those years. So for me, cut the track. It was eight through 12. You can never take that away from me because I lived it and those were the best years of my life. Were they? <laughs> yes. Eight through 12? Yeah. I fucking because hated eight through 12. No, no, 12. think about it, think about it, think about it, think about it. How, how were you tall then? Yeah, I was tall. Yeah. And, and I started getting my titties before anybody else did, but not like a full, like, 
Just just enough, you know? Just enough that you can feel better than the next guy. Right. <laughs> and just, like, what I loved about being that age was, like, when you have a family, like, when you got older brothers and sisters, they're always getting in trouble. Right. And you're, like, sort of part of a political dynasty right. in a small town. <laughs> and right. you know that if the cops come, your dad's going to get you out of it. You can say whatever the fuck you want. Right. right? You know? So I loved, like, I really did just, like, think that there were no rules and like and you know luckily in my 30s I sort of tapped in 40s I tapped into what that feeling is but right but for me the 8 through 12 years really yeah that's fascinating because 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 that's well here's why because because at that age they're like well we can't really sit down and talk to her about her advanced thoughts because like they don't want to like sort of like they they just want to sort of let you work through it at that time so you just take four glorious years to pants people to say dirty things were you great did you get good grades yeah I could I mean I was smart right of course. But I didn't care about that. Right. I cared about being a bad, bad girl. And did your um, did your parents get called into school? And um, Yeah. Yeah. Well, my See, mom did. See, this is the we, non-Jewish part. Because my, the, you know, the, I would have fucking... Get to your goddamn room, Judith. Oh, no. Get upstairs right now! Well, I had this choir direct, this choir teacher, Steve Easterday. I hope you're listening, Steve. Fuck but, you, Steve. But he got he gave me a B minus. Fuck you, and Steve. And freshman choir because I was too much. <laughs> did I carry the alto section? Yes, I did. <laughs> but did I have a little too much personality? Maybe. <laughs> but that's what makes a star, bitch. <laughs> so. But then when I went into just my sophomore, senior year, I just want to say, like, I had this, like, uh, they, they transferred in, like, a new teacher, Mr. Comerford, and he was very soft-spoken. He was from Coffeyville, Kansas, and then he came to, like, Manhattan, and he had this, like, I don't mean this in a bad way, but you know the kind of people that talk that have the, the spittle? The hair lip? The spittle that connects oh, the from spittle. the bottom yeah, yeah, to the yeah. top lip? And it go and it stays that yes yes. It stays there, and he was just very passionately. Was it in the he, middle or on the side? It was in the I, middle. Ca- I can't and stand no, this one. But but there's something beautiful about the one in the middle. Right. That connects from the middle of the bottom lip to the top of the. Middle. Right. And it's just like a spittle, and he and he was so ebullient, ebullient, ebullient. Who gives a fuck? Then I'm teaching Kansas about words, but the point is, <laughs> it was just lips on lips. And his joy of music really sort of uh, started me off. And he gave me an A in all of my choir classes. I fucking love him. So, does anybody want to talk about something else? They don't want to talk no. about me anymore. Let's talk yes. about something oh, else. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, you were popular. You had yeah. friends. Like, I, I had no friends. Like, what are you doing? Are you looking at your dog? No, I'm just holding up the wall. Oh, all right. <laughs> but you had it. Like, you, you liked school. Let me tell you, I, I might have been popular, but I I didn't hate myself. I just didn't think anybody loved me. So does that count for anything? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> okay, so good. how did you overcompensate for the fact that no one loved you? Well, you I guess that, I'm here right now. That's correct. <laughs> so how, uh, when did you reach your height? I, I, I was six feet at 13. Oh, you mean yes. how tall I, I was six feet at 13. It was great. Oh, yeah, like I was 5'11 and probably 10th grade. Right. Yeah. And no no Bigfoot Sasquatch, anything like that? All of that. Oh, really? Yes. And you didn't Thumb give it a Bigfoot. Well, of course I did. Of course I did. But you took it in a different found, way than I did. Well, I apparently. found show choir. And <laughs> How did you become a competitive swimmer? I was always a swimmer. I swam like from the time I was little because, well, I like the water. Yeah. <laughs> no, I swam. I swam um, from the time I was four. I was a competitive swimmer from four to, and then I swam like up until like my sophomore year in college. And like meets, swim meets, and your mother would have to drive you all over the fucking place. Swim meets, and also like part of what I loved about swim meets was just getting out of Manhattan, my hometown. Do you know right. why you want to get out? You like you think you're seeing the world, but you're just seeing Kansas. But it's right. kind of enough. Like you're going to Kansas City, and you're going to Wichita, you're going to Topeka, right. and you feel like you're a world traveler. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did anybody feel like that when they were little? 
right, not, not about right. Wichita. Or, uh, <laughs> well, Wichita sucks. And, and no offense to Wichita, but it sucks. Um, <laughs> so you would you say you had a normalish childhood or and that you were just were you, I mean were you more eccentric yeah, than the cuz like were you the identified patient in your family like were you the one in your family with like well Bridget is out of her fucking mind was it sort of no like, i felt like normal i felt like i felt like a normal Kansas childhood and then it's like only until you get to new york or wherever right. you get that you realize that maybe i mean it's normal but you know like everybody has a like, my parents weren't married, and there was, like, all sorts of problems and, you know, bad things and stuff. But you just sort of think that that's what happens in every, ho- every household. And right. Like, and I kind of think it is, actually. Right. Like. But you, you didn't know. think it then. You probably thought, oh, fuck. I'm, all this bad shit I just thought we were any happened. other family. Wow. That's pretty intense for that age to think that. What'd you think? I thought, oh, my God, my family's so fucking weird. Um... I, did I, I fight? Like, was there, like, anybody, like, knock anybody down when they needed <laughs> Well, there was no drinking, or it was more of, like, uh, ignoring and uh, mental abuse. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. I hope my, my siblings aren't listening to this. Um, but more like... Like, I'd walk in the house, no one would say hello. No one would yeah. acknowledge that I was there. No one... Yeah. I once got hit by a car. I... <laughs> Was it, did your mom do it? Or? No, my, my mother paid attention to me. But um, I once got in a, I was on my bike. Who was on their fucking phone over there? I'm going to kill you. Um, I was on my bike and I got hit by a car and I ended up getting like 15 stitches in my head. I had like a sling. I had a neck break. I looked like a fuck out of a movie, you know, like. And I remember I was sitting on the sofa and my... Sister walked in, looked at me, and went upstairs. And my brother walked in and said, what happened? And that was it. That was the only conversation we ever had about me getting... I'm, like, literally bandaged with a neck brace and in a sling. And that was the entire... Yes, that's it. And where do those limits come from? Um, I have no fucking idea. That's why I'm with Elisa, the therapist. Okay. (laughs) But now are you... I mean, now you probably communicate a lot, right? um, we're disappointed in a couple audience people. Yeah, we're disappointed <laughs> just, in the just, phone people right there. Oh, it's all right. My daughter can't call because I I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, love you, love you. Just have a uh, fun. So your mother, was she a music teacher at school, or did you have people coming over to the house? Bethany. Huh? She taught, she taught uh, K through 12 at Lucky High School for about $12,000 school. The Catholic high school. 12, she taught band and whatever for K through 12, and then she also taught privately at home. The IRS doesn't know about it, but... It, nice. <laughs> And did your father just leave when you were eight? Is it? Is, yeah. And did you see him? Did you have a relationship? No. With him? Fuck him. No, I mean I saw him from time to time. But he, right, but you were. He just he, he was busy with other ladies. Just busy. Right in the state house. Hey everyone, you know what I just did? I tore. I poured. And I enjoyed a packet of Liquid IV because I love Liquid IV. Liquid IV is a major part of my life. And I just worked out with my trainer and I had a delicious lemon ginger liquid IV. That one has a little extra that has a little green tea in it, and so that's a little caffeinated. So I enjoy that because I needed it today. And, you know, it's getting warmer out, and what does that mean? Summer. Oh, God, please come. It can't come soon enough. And that means you have to hydrate. And that's what Liquid IV does. It hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. And it has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in one little stick. 
And that's why Liquid IV is the number one powered hydration brand in America. Okay? And I love it. I use it every day. Ben's basketball team uses it. It is a science-backed formula that works. It keeps you hydrated. And they have sugar-free. They have sugar-free packets in white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and lemon lime. Okay? I didn't do the sugar-free. Okay. But Elisa does the sugar-free. So what are you going to do? You're going to stay hydrated because it's very, very important. And Liquid IV has been a longtime sponsor and I love them and they are a quality product. And this is what you're going to do. You're going to turn your ordinary, ordinary, can't speak, turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code JUDYGOLD at checkout. That's J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code JUDYGOLD, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, can't even say my name, at liquidiv.com. Got it? You're welcome. You're a competitive swimmer. You're pretty, you're homecoming queen. Let's see what the next card is. A competitive <laughs> swimmer, nobody cares. Competitive swimmer. Everyone. Scholarship to ASU. You get a full scholarship to Arizona State University in mm -hmm. opera and music. Yeah. I mean, that's fucking... Listen, guys. Yes. So did you go there and audition? Like, what? I mean, I I'm, I'm imagining you as like, oh, my God. All right. Remember in high school when people would be in the school plays and, and all the people would be like, oh, my God, she is so talented. She is so no, going to make I, I, it. But I, 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 I would definitely say that, like, I was probably, and I don't mean this to, like, if it does circle back to Manhattan, Kansas, then they should know. But I was definitely the most talented in my class. <laughs> and I Ever. should have gotten the lead in the musical. But I didn't. But luckily I didn't because that gave me the tenacity to like go and fucking whatever. So then I went to Arizona State. And I was at a... I, we're being baptized again by tequila. Excuse me. Yes. Homelessness. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Mother like you, you feel like yes. you're just a showgirl all the time and nobody cares about you and then somebody brings you tequila and you think, I'm, I'm back, yeah. I'm here. People are listening. What was my point? So was, that that you you should have gotten the lead in the play. I, yeah, right. I couldn't so get in the play either because I was so too then, tall. I know, I'll, always. So then like, I went to Arizona State, right? And um, I auditioned and I can like... What did you audition with? I auditioned like, I don't remember, like I, I was there for the voice faculty and whatever. And the, oh, come on, you know... You were no, I did, did you some had it, you got an opera scholarship so you sung an opera because then they fucking it's like in the room like they sat around and like the choir director um, Dr. Bailey um, he sat there and he like started playing some like shit on the piano and he's like well sing these chords like and I was like Ooh. and I would right. do them I could mimic them I can mimic anything he played and 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 like you sort of see the eyes in the in the room just go like right. <laughs> Everybody's lighting up, and then like you just feel like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> and then they offer you a, f a scholarship. Did they offer it right there? They might as well have. <laughs> but they didn't. They waited for me to get the letter in the mail about six weeks later. <laughs> Did you apply anywhere else? I applied at um. Kansas, uh, University of Kansas, and then like not really because I just wanted to go to Arizona State because it's like I want to be tan, <laughs> and I want to be tan. <laughs> and were you swimming at the time? Were, were you going to be on the swim team there as well? No, I, I freshman year I didn't. I just like drank and gained weight and and just yeah, enjoyed like life in the sun. So you don't remember what you auditioned with? Doesn't matter because yes, you, know you what? do. Look at me you now. You remember, don't you? Look at me now, Judy. If if I remembered what I fucking then we were talking about that instead right so, now we're talking about nothing. Okay, so you you studied opera. Um, oh shut up, Elisa. Um, you studied opera. I mean, I was a music major in college. You were. So, nobody ever told me that. Yeah, I was a music major. Of what kind? Uh, all right, I played clarinet in the um, orchestra. Can you still play clarinet? 
And I played piano, too. But Can you still play clarinet? Can I still play? Yeah. Yeah, I played in Shakespeare in the Park. Um, I still can't, yeah, I mean, I'd have to practice, and pra- but I do miss it. I miss being in an orchestra. Like, there was, yeah. there's something amazing about being in, in an ensemble. <laughs> you know what I mean? I play the saxophone. Anybody that's been Really? Anybody that's been to my show knows I play the saxophone. Okay, we have to put a band together, don't you think? We should. We, we need a you keyboardist, take the, though. You, you do the melody line, and I'll do the, the solos. Okay, that's fine. So, um, were you in... Like, so, as someone who went to music school, I know how intense that is. Like, there's people there yeah. that are, like, in the fucking practice rooms for eight hours a day. Yeah. Like... Yeah. yeah, exactly. And and I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I, cu- I could not sit I there. I couldn't either. So I was just a general music major, which everyone made fun of. So it, it meant you had to do, I mean, I had to do the juries on the piano, but I wasn't a performance major. Yeah, the juries, that's what they're called. Yeah. But you know, there was this guy that I, doesn't, nobody cares. I guess yes, they do. Okay. Do you care? But no, but yes. There was this guy, his name was Chuck, I remember that, and he was like a jazz guitarist. And I was like, I'm a At music- ASU? Yeah, I was like, I'm a music major. Mm. I should like try that out. And so I hung out with Chuck, the jazz guitar. I actually don't think I should say this. Yes. Judy, I'm a big woman. Yeah. And I have a large canal. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm going to say something. I have a small canal. Oh, well, good for you. Thank you. But do you know, like, when you see those things that, like, when your friends are, like, your girlfriends are, like, are whatever, your friends are like, I'm going to give you this thing. It's like, you can put this in your wine bottles if you're not getting drinking for three days. Do you know what I'm talking about? And yeah. they're like these little things and they got the little Little thing on the top, yeah. Yeah, that was Chuck. Oh. <laughs> Chuck. And no, no fault of his. But like, you're like, you're like, you find him like, I'm getting with my jazz musician. Right, you think he's going to And gonna we're going to make jazz. <laughs> But a tiny little wine stopper and a big canal got no way of making no good right. music. Right. <laughs> no fault of my big canal or his tiny stopper. But um, that is actually one of the things about college that I think about most often. <laughs> Do, can I ask when you lost your virginity? Oh, yeah. Thank um, you. <laughs> No, I lost it January 13, 1990. 90? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. You're a little baby. I'm born so in you're 70. 18. You I'm born 18. in 72. I lost my virginity. It's, well, I was 17. I, oh, you were 17. I was with, you know, girls before. And then I thought, oh, I have to try it because I can't live as a gay. And you got yes. a tiny canal, you said. Try what? it. And yes. I... So I... <laughs> I have a little baby. It's not big. It's like I'm huge. And then that ask Lisa. Anyway, um, <laughs> well, I actually like, wait. Hold on a second. Wait, and so wait, hold, uh, can we ask Lisa about it before we go? Yeah, on? okay, no, Lisa. No, okay. No, go ahead. What? It's she got a sweet little pussy. Sweet little pussy. Judy go. Judy Gold walking down the street, right? Judy Gold's coming at you. She's six foot two. She's walking at you. But then she's like, Judy Gold, I got a sweet, sweet little pussy. I'm Judy Gold. Yeah! With a sweet, tiny pussy. It's tiny, I'll yeah. I'll your windows and I'll check your trees. My name's Judy and I'm talking to me. I got a sweet, 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 sweet little pussy. I mean, I think I I would have... No, 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 I'm not done. Like, I pictured Judy leaving here tonight, and everybody goes home, and we've all had our night, we've had our laughs, we've paid our bills, we've gotten on our taxis, we've taken the train. 
<laughs> Judy gets home on the Upper West Side. Sorry, but that's where she lives. Her, her sons are off doing whatever, and, you know, and, and the wife is, she's off, you know, paying the bills and making herself a cup of tea. And then Judy walks into a little, tiny little bedroom on the side. And she pulls the curtains away from her from her waist down, right? And it's yes, and, yes. And, and like you see Judy, and you're like Judy, right? Yeah. But she got a little a moment of theater, and what that moment of theater is like, Judy is like taking her little marionette, which is like a little, it's like a little tiny little pussy, your tiny pussy, and you park it in its own little car, and you have, and what you, what Judy's not telling you is, she has this cute little pink little catalog, and she puts her, she takes her, she reaches from the in, Tupperware, she, from the Tupperware, yeah. she takes it, she reaches in, and she just, she pumps it up, and she puts it in a little pink and she says, keep playing. Pussy parked in the garage. My little pink pussy sleep so tight. My little pink pussy sleep be so good. My little tight pussy go sleep, sleep good. Oh my god, I love you! I think I would have the smallest penis in the entire world. I'd be one of those big guys, and everyone's like, oh my God, he's such a nice guy. And everyone's like, he's got a really small penis. Like that. <laughs> so you lost your virginity. You were 17. Yeah. And so I lost my virginity to a Jew with the hugest dick in the entire world. And everyone was like, oh, maybe it's because his dick was so big. But he's a Jew. His dick was dick. <laughs> He's a Jew, his dick is so large, and his name is Big Fat March. But he's a man, his name is a woman. Big dick, big dick, big dick. Big dick, big dick, big dick. Oh, sorry. No, that's no, you did better. I tried to. I swung it and missed. So, um,. Because you're very sexual. So were you sexual? <laughs> but I, I just, you know what I love about you? Your comfort with your body. Your, your, the, the playfulness that you have with your, I mean, so many women Arguably have such Judy, body issues. Yeah. And yet you are, I mean, that I fucking love that about you. Well, Judy. It is. It is amazing that we fucking look at these skinny fucking assholes in every goddamn ad that don't look like regular women. And here you are saying, this is who I am. And it's True. so beautiful. It's so fucking great. Well, because I... You're going no, I was ridiculed for my size. Yeah. And to be able to see someone who's like, you know what? Fuck you, and if you're uncomfortable, that's your fucking problem. And that, to me, is one of the most beautiful things about you. Thank you. Let me look. What is she playing? I am who everything is. Look at the two of us. Go ahead. Um, My favorite song. Well, I mean, the whole body situation for me was just like when I was living in New York and like doing like the live shows and stuff, I was like, people like, oh, you can't be in this. You can't be in that. Right. You know, you're not that type. You're not this whatever. And I was like, well. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. And it was just like, um, I mean, now I know it's like trendy to be like body positive right, and right, whatever, right. but you know, it wasn't always trying to be positive. Right. positive. But I, I just, I just mean, but, as a, but it's, it's not even necessarily, it's like about, it's not even about like being, it's just a, for me and the way I feel like when people come to my shows or if, if I'm having a conversation with them, if I'm on stage, it's just that I want people to feel whole in themselves. You know what I mean? And yes. just like, and just like, in growing up in Kansas or right. growing up in wherever, I just 
didn't always feel like as a especially as a tall person with like not a dancer body or right. whatever or like you just don't feel like you belong, right? Right, and you feel and, like and, and, and not even yeah. and not even just professionally, but just like in society. Right. You don't feel like you belong. If you're like there's Well, people treat you like you're older than you are when you're younger. They're they're just they everybody has their and own you don't have feelings, body, like right? Just, yeah. My, my experience with my body and my place is whatever was whatever is that like that I was too big to be sexy or loved right. and too big to be like on stage or whatever. So in response, I was just like, well, let me show you the power and the beauty of what I see in myself. And not that I see it within myself every day because I don't feel that way every day. But the way I feel on stage and the way that my audience makes me feel and the way that I think that we lift each other up is something that is special. Right. And that um, I love. It is. It, it's such a beautiful thing. I can't even tell you. So sometimes when I'm like scrolling through Instagram and everybody and the people are just like, you know, look in the mirror and love your, you know, like it's like these like these testimonials or whatever. Right. And I'm like, well, good for you that that it's just that easy that you can just fucking. Right. But for I just sometimes I feel like I need to be around the audience that I'm with. And I, I need, we need each other right. to remind each other that we are special. Right. Do you know what I mean? I know yeah. that sounds... No, no, it's so true. And to have, you know, to feel like such an outcast and that you don't belong, and physically you don't belong, you know? It's like you could be weird and be like, oh, he's weird or she's weird. But to walk in a room and just, it's like you know that the minute you walk in a room... People are, oh my God, she's gigantic. Like, I still get in elevators and it's like, I I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, how obvious. We were at the doctor, Elisa and I, the other day. I got, they called, they're like, <laughs> I know, because we're Jews. Um, and they call me, they're like, Judy Gold. And I get up and I see this woman go, oh my God. She's so, and, and she's, and it's like, it's still, it's still, I'm 57 years old. And it's still like, oh my God, you're so gigantic. Fuck you, you know? Yeah. Um, you, as a competitive swimmer, though, did you have a, a, a swimmer's body? Yeah, fucking sick body. Yeah, so <laughs> did you feel differently when you had your sick swimmer's body than you do now? <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> I wish I could say, no, I feel the same. Right. But my body was sick. Right. And did you work at that? Was it something that... Like, was like, that an overcompensation? I was never trying to, like, make a swimmer's body. Right. I was just trying to be a good athlete. Right. And at the side, the, the product, the byproduct was that I had a sick body. Right. But now I guess you could argue that I have a sick body. It's just a different kind of sick <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love your body. So you lose your, your virginity at 17 to... <laughs> To whom? To Chuck or no? Chuck. Who's Chuck? Chuck's the one with the fucking tiny dick. No, that was college. Oh, all right. 17, you're in high school. I'm, well, I shouldn't say his name. Okay, don't say his name. His name is Bruce. Bruce. And he had, was he, he gay? Bruce well, is such a gay he name. He wasn't gay, but he was had... He, were there any he had a, Jews he had, in Manhattan? He had a touch of the checks. Okay, he had a touch of the checks. What does that mean? Thank oh, you. Oh, all right. Well, I need the straight ladies here to tell me. But wait a minute. Were there any Jews in Manhattan, Kansas? Oh, the couple of them. Okay. That's for the Jews. Okay, so you fuck, you fuck Bruce. Were you? Were you? What happened? Oh, First she's off the phone. She's off the phone. phone. And she and wants then she to gets know. off the phone. It's like, all right, tell me what happened. I, I mean. Happened. Oh, all right. So now you can pay attention to the show. All right. It's just, we're happy to have you. Okay, wow. thank you. So um, wow. so how did this whole thing, were you, boy, were you boyfriend and girlfriend, you and Chuck? Or? Well, he came to see me in a version of um, a talent show where I did the manhunt. You know the song, The Manhunt? No. 
No. I'm going on a manhunt, turning around. Women have been hunting, now we're hunting around. Yeah, manhunt. We all got the need. The one who's been hunting has taken the lead. Anyways, from Flash Dance. Look at that. <laughs> And I had that sick body that I was talking right. about. And I can even give you a picture because I still have it. And did you feel fucking great walking? Like, you must have felt so I great. I didn't even understand. Like, when right. I look back at that picture, I was like, oh, I am in awe of her. The body right. is beautiful. And just, like, the confidence and the whatever. And right. Just like, and we, do you remember that show, Mary, the, the store Merry-Go-Round? Did you have that? No. Okay. Well, it's Mary where you, go it's, It was where you would get a kind of outfit that would express your body specifications right. um, in a military adjacent town. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hear it's you. only when they got me. Okay. Anyway, short story long. Um, I did that, and then like the next day, this guy Bruce, who was like the senior and I was the junior, took an interest in me, and uh-huh. I thought I was because he per- enjoyed my performance. Uh huh. You don't always know that they're coming for your body. Right. <laughs> but there they are. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, we, we went out for a hot second, and he came over to my house, and he we were up in my room, and he tried to go down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And then my brother walked in. No. Which brother? Brock. Brock, who who is a. He's he, a, he's a he's a he's com- like a sport. What does he do? Well, he 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 he's a he's like a comedian, like piano. Com- he's like right. so funny. He lives out in California. He just, right, right, right. Okay. And whatever. He he's the one youngest of me in age, and he's right. like. But he went down. and He told my mom. <laughs> Wait, Brock like, went downstairs and said, like, hey, "You might want to go." Bruce is going down. Like, why did you pick a br person to have sex with? Oh, that's a good question. I Thank wasn't, you. I wasn't actually. I wasn't having sex with him. He just went down on me, and I thought, okay, well, but yeah, that's right. not that bad. So he goes down and he tells my mom, and then she comes up. We can have locks Wait, on our you're doors. You're in the middle of it. Like, yeah. Okay. I didn't think that my brother, after he walked in, was going to go gonna tell my mom. Right. So we just kept going, <laughs> and he went down on me. And well, then she came up. Uh huh. She comes. Right. Because, you, well, if you don't like your doors, that's what happens. <laughs> so, what did she say anything like, get out of the goddamn house, Bruce? Something like that, but then we still did go to the formal and then he did take my virginity away in a, in a cheap Ramada Inn room. And, and, and what, you know, it's actually, I've never really put this parallel together, but that, like, if you go to Topeka, I don't want. Yeah, go ahead. So my dad, when he used to have his mistress, was in the Ramada Inn in Topeka. And when we would go to swim meets in Topeka, my mom would be like, that's where your father has his girlfriend. No way. And I lost my virginity in Ramada Inn. So in a way, it's like me and my father were your father. (laughs) The Topeka and the Santa Fe. Um... Okay. No, I'm not. I mean, we must be almost done, aren't we? No, we're not even close. So you go through college, you're studying opera, which is fucking difficult. You know, it's not easy. We're still in the '90s. When are we gonna end? (laughs) You're not having fun with me. No, 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 Judy. I could spend every day with you if only I knew that was an option. All right. Um, Thank you so much for listening to part one of Kill Me Now with the amazing Bridget Everett. Make sure to tune in next week for the rest of our interview. If you like the show, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. It helps more people find this amazing podcast. The review should be five stars only. Thank you very much. Listen to the following date. See if I'll be coming to a town near you. Uh, We have another upcoming live episode of Kill Me Now at Club Coming with the amazing, the incredible B.D. Wong on March 5th in New York City. On March 6th, I'll be at the Kent State stage in Kent, Ohio, as part of their Rainbow Weekend. On March 7th, I will be in Sunrise, Florida at a benefit for JAFCO, J-A-F-C-O, an incredible organization. On March 9th, I'll be at Rick Bronson's Comedy Club in Bloomington, Minnesota. On March 18th, I'll be in New York, New York, at Gotham Comedy Club. And I'm excited to announce that Varla Jean Merman and I will be performing the Judy and Varla show at Joe's Pub in New York City on April 23rd and 24th. It is a fun, fun show. So do not miss it. It is going to sell out. 
And you can get tickets for all of these events at judygold.com. That's J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D.com. And a lot of exciting dates will be announced very soon. So stay up to date on all new dates. Make sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Judy Gold, J-E-W-D-Y-G-O-L-D. You know, like a Jew gold, like because I'm Jewish. Okay? And as we always say, so long. Don't forget to tune in next week to Just Kill Me Now. Um, let's just kill me. Oh. Don't forget to turn uh, for part two on Just Kill Me. No, it's not. It's <laughs> just, just Kill Me. No. No, no, Judy no. Gold's Just Kill Me. Just kill me now. Just kill me now. <laughs>